99 drinks still left to go Welcome all in and enjoy the show It's me though, with I'm the host You know, so sit back, relax, grab a snack and let's go No my hide and my welcome back to the 99 Dreams podcast. I am Rawuri, and if this is your first time listening, then welcome. You've found the 99 Dreams podcast, and what an episode to find for your first one. This is the wrap-up episode for 2022, so man, it's going to be some fun. I have got one crazy character, kind of nervous about this one. I'm not quite sure how it's going to go, but I know it's going to be a lot of fun, Farno. So without further ado, let's bring in business owner jackie long what's good brother how are you my man? Uh, this is your future co-host jackie long um yeah stoked to be here look i'm gonna be honest with you listen i've achieved a lot in my life right i've done two degrees i've been on conferences i've done a lot but being on this podcast from the bottom of my heart this is a pinnacle this is the pinnacle <laughs> Brother, I really appreciate that, man. And you, you're closing the year out for us. This is this is the last guest for 2022, Farno. It's going to be a big one. They do say close so, it and so suppose it is. <laughs> eh, you do have to bring on someone good like me. Nah, nah, I'm just kidding. Now we just need um, to hope the ratings go up. Oh, yeah, you just wait. After this, yeah, we're blowing up, mate. We're blowing up. <laughs> Let's hope. To the moon. <laughs> to the moon. Bro, before we get into it, man, can you just tell us a bit about who you are, where you're from, your core why, Norway? Oh, wow. You, how much time have you got? Man, we got as long <laughs> as you need. Cool. Um, so <laughs> I was originally from Hong Kong, right? I uh, came over to Dunedin when I was a year seven, so when I was like 11, 12 years old. Um, been in Dunedin since. Uh, done school in Dunedin, went to uni at Otago, and yeah, I've kind of done the full circle this year where I finished my degree and I was like, I don't know what to do with my life, so I've gone back to school to be a teacher, right? <laughs> Bro, one thing before before we even kick off, I thought you were from like Wellies or something. I didn't know you just moved to Dunedin and that's where you've been. Oh, yes. I don't like telling people that I'm from Dunedin, to be fair. It's Bro, not really, that's crazy. It's not, it's not something to be proud of, you know. Especially when you when could be lived, worse. When you've lived in Mosgill most of your life, it's just <laughs> yeah, it's not something. You should have lifted it to Dunedin. Should have lifted it to Dunedin, bro. Can we, can we cut that bit out? <laughs> nah, that's staying. Could be worse though. You could be from, you know, Hamilton. Oh, David Matzers. <laughs> wow, wow, man. Well, can you tell us a bit more about your um, upbringing in Dunedin then? Because we had just a couple of weeks ago uh, Nick Parata on the show, and yeah, he's also from Dunedin. So what was your, your time in Dunedin like? Uh, well, as you can imagine, being from Mosgill, it's not, it's not that, that exciting compared to, you know, actual Dunedin. But um, no, I really enjoyed it because when I was a kid back in Motherland, um, it was just such a high-stressed environment. Like, imagine a little primary school kid having homework, like, during the next day. And I'm like, 
nah, this ain't for me. So it was just a really nice change of scene and I've ended up liking it so much I've stayed on for so many years. <laughs> and do you get to go back to um, Hong Kong often or nah? No, I used to. I used to go back for Christmas, but obviously since the COVID thing happened and I was like, oh, there's no point getting back now. Everything's so expensive. I've got to pay for my flight nowadays too. Hey, being an adult, hey. Bro, it sucks, man. It sucks. Yeah, no. So, like, so, home in a while. Um, haven't seen my mum in a few years. So, yeah. True. So, is your mum still over there? No. So, fun fact my mum's in Italy, with, along with my whole entire family now. Um, so, my stepdad's in Why Italian. the fuck are you still here? Oh, yeah, I'm asking myself the same question, man. Why am I still in the <laughs> Well, continue, sorry. Um, yeah, so uh, mum and my stepdad and my brother and sister, they're all in Italy. And yeah, so I'm just stuck here doing my own thing while they're doing their own thing. So hopefully next year's a goal where I get to leave and see them for a bit. Bro, definitely, man. That'll be so good for you. Absolutely. How, how long's it been? Well, I haven't seen mum since the end of first year so five holy years. shit yeah it's been a long time eh? bro what the fuck <laughs> man that's so long yeah i, tell I don't people, think i could go that long yeah i tell people that all the time they're like how do you survive i'm like well i'm just kind of used to it you know <laughs> bro that's oh man that must be so tough oh it, when i was a kid i was definitely tougher but you know as you grow up and become a little bit more independent then yeah it just becomes second nature so yeah kind of used to it now how do you think that's affected your growth or like enhanced your growth as a person um i've definitely learned to be more independent in a way like not rely on anyone much um oh getting back no, I'm not here for deep. I'm here for quality banter. Um, this is yeah. what we do, bro. Nah, I, well, I don't think it's affected me much because I've always just been myself, whether it was at school, whether it's at uni, and I've just done my thing. And, yeah, just I, I've met friends that are like my mum and dad now. So, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not really that much of a big thing if that makes sense nah that's cool and so then you just mentioned you got some friends that are kind of like your mum and dad what, what's the importance of your friendships and stuff like that oh well now you see uh, one of my best mates just got married and i was just there like oh my best mate for like 12 years and he just got married what do i do for my life and then, obviously, you've got old Mr. Matsis, who uh, we've taken on each other's fatherly figure. Oh, um, he was my dad for graduation. And that was one of the most wholesome photos you'll see. I'll, I'll send it to you and you can pop it up on the screen. All right. Perfect. That, that, honestly, that's my favorite photo ever. <laughs> Just him, like, Bro, you get framed. Me. Oh, actually, yeah. <laughs> Good call. Yeah, man. Sounds like a great moment. Oh, it was 
genuinely one of the most wholesome moments in my five years at uni. Eh? I guess we'll get into that then. So how did that relationship evolve over your five years of university? Because oh. you guys come in together, eh? Oh, see, funny story. I've actually uh, joined PE out of the blue. Like, I, I didn't start off with PE like David. I joined PE halfway through the year. And throughout all the PE changes, I've actually changed my degree six times to end it up where I am. What the fuck? Tell yeah. us more. Okay, so I started off uni just doing a psych degree. And then I was like, actually, no, I want to do sports psychology. That is, you know, I love sports. I want to do sports psychology. And then I've changed my minors. I've changed majors. And I was like, oh, that's not for me. This is not for me. And then I've ended up joining the PE degree. And before you know it, they've said, oh, actually, we're going to change the PE degree. So <laughs> I've changed into a new one. So I don't, do, don't have to do hubs. Um and then I was like, oh, you know what? I've already got that many psych papers in the bank. I might as well just use it and just make it a double major. So I did that as well. And then, so, so like all that added up to like six changes. And at the end of it, I'm just like, oh, that's still not enough. I'm going to do one more. I'm going to go do my master's. <laughs> Bro, that's, that's a hell of a roundabout way to, you know, get through yeah. university. But uh, the thing is, right? Dave is quite well known in PE, right? He's one of, he's everyone's favourite teddy bear, right? Now, Dave and I didn't really like speak to each other. My like one of my first memory of Dave is actually at that Norai trip for one oh four. Um oh, right. for the viewers over there, you're gonna find out that Mr. Matsis is actually a very loud snorer, right? And uh I was put on the mattress right next to Dave. Wasn't there a group of yous? I'm oh, pretty was, sure I remember yeah, this. Yeah, there was a whole class sleeping in the same room. Right, it was bad enough as it is. And I was... But didn't they get all the snorers together? I, nah. Were you, like, squashed in? Because I'm pretty sure Caleb was around at that point as well, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, Like, everyone was that, in that row, and I was, like, in the middle of it. And I don't I don't snore until I, unless I'm really tired or I'm really drunk. But... Dave was right next to me, snoring his head off, and I'm just there like, oi, poking him and shaking him and everything, going, shut up. But little did I know, while I was shaking him and poking him, uh, I was actually pissing everyone else off. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, everyone, they, they weren't very happy with me in the morning, but that's all right. Uh, we live and we learn. I do remember that Nohal, because I remember everyone the next day was like, fucking Jackie. And everyone was like, who was snoring all night? And they were blaming it on you too. It was fucking David. That's why I was making so much noise. <laughs> they didn't give a fuck either. Oh, I'm, yeah, yeah. But that's all right. We live and we learn. And then I started working at Metro, and that's where Dave and I really bonded. Nice. And yeah, we've, we've had Ash on the show as well, and he talked yeah. about you know what it was like having you guys as as his, yeah. um, workers and stuff like that. What was it like having Ash as a boss? You can speak freely now; he's already had his episode. <laughs> um, no, it, it's good. Like like exactly what he said. It's very good to get someone you're mates with to come on as your boss, where like I know what he expects, so I just do things. 
um, yeah, so like it's a good dynamic. You can talk shit. We'll talk shit to each other, and then we can switch it on just like that when people come in and we actually have to work. So, um, yeah, it's a very, very weird, but it's a really fun workplace to work at. Ah, that's mean. And so, what what are you doing now? What, what's your what's your mahi that you're into? Oh, well, well, technically, I've just quit both of my jobs because I'm making a move to Wellington. Um, nice. But, yeah, um, I'm sure we'll get onto that. Uh, but I started my own business in mental skills coaching this year. Um, mind over matter. Uh, contact me if you ever need some mental performance training. Um, Tag it down below in the description. Yeah, so I started that middle of this year mainly because of Ken, uh, Ken Hodge. He said that he said to me the first day, like when I spoke to him about wanting to do sports psych as a career, he said, "Oh, well, you're gonna have to find a, you know, have you're gonna have to find a, another job for that." I'm like, "Well, you just wait, mate. I'm gonna be so good at my job. I will charge people an extraordinary amount of money, and they'll still come see me." And yeah, so like my whole idea is just to proving him wrong. Um, and I think, I, I, yeah, I'm quite driven when I've got someone to prove wrong. So yeah, I started my own business and yeah. Well, I love that. You're going to be successful too. You just work hard and you prove that motherfucker wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Continue. I feel like How does more. that all work? Um... So I suppose we can get into it by talking about the four pillars of performance, all right? Um, you, you're a fellow PE student. You know about the four pillars of I performance. I do that well. Right. How I see it is that you've got your physical, you've got your technical, you've got your tactical, and you've got your mental, right? They, they are your four pillars of performance. But if we really dive deep and think about it and think about moments before you step onto the pitch or if you're say you're a boxer moments before you step in the ring right can you change anything moments before can you change anything physical uh no you can't because you're going in all your strength and conditioning is done right everything's done what you have is what you've got you can't change that can you change anything about your technique if say you're basketball if you're shooting a shit you can't just snap your finger and go okay yeah my technique's suddenly like Steph, you can't do that. Can you change anything tactical? And we understand how important tactics is in sports, right? Without the right tactics, you're going to flop. But the only way you can apply those tactics is if you have an undoubtable belief in yourself. And so if you call me, you can call me biased, but I think performance is actually 100% mental. And that's why I want to make my clients the best version of themselves. Wow, I love that. I love that. So how do you how do you go about making them the best versions of themselves? Um, well, so the are mental skills, and that's all the skills you need to be successful mentally. So things like your confidence, your motivation, your attention concentration. But us mental skills coaches, we have got methods to help you. So things like breath work, things like visualization or mental imagery, things like positive self-talk, you know, changing your language. And that's something I really 
work on with my clients is you know that positive self-talk you're in it you know what the voice inside you is telling you because that has a massive effect on the whole thing um and one thing is i try and get my athletes to change their physiology because it, it it works both ways you can you, if your head tells you something then you know you're not gonna feel that other thing um so for example if you tell someone to stand up someone who's depressed you tell them to stand up chest up you know arms you know the superman pose and you tell them to smile they're not going to feel depressed at that point because you're changing your physiology so as things like that so for example i've got a client who's a new zealand rep for mma and i said okay what's your goal and he said oh i want to be the ufc champion one day and i said all right so if you want to be a ufc champion one day don't act like a ufc champion when you get there start acting like a ufc champion now how you behave yourself how you conduct yourself on a daily day-to-day basis how you know how what you're doing in training every little thing start doing it now and then you'll start feeling a change in your mindset oh, i fucking rate that <laughs> it reminds me of this um this quote i heard from what's his name um the guy from the mummy he got fat. He's, he's a good gun. He says, like, um, an underdog isn't an underdog. It's just a champion that's been overlooked. Oh, um, oh, God. I know what you're talking about. Oh, no. Um, you, you know, the one, eh? That yeah, guy? yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, I know exactly what you're talking about, but I can't think of the name. <laughs> yeah, but he's a great actor. He's a great actor. And apparently he's a great guy too. I see, like he's trending on TikTok at the moment. Oh, but we'll I'll go back him. into um. We'll get, him, we'll get him on for the Ninety Nine Dreams podcast in no time. Get it trending, Just <laughs> Adam. Everyone, Adam, tell him to get on the podcast. So, with your mahi, bro, how hard is it for you to find clients? Um, yeah, it is very hard down here in Dunedin, where there's not much money in sports, and I think. That's why I decided to make the move to Wellington in the first place is because I feel like the word integrity is massive to me. So I can't be telling my clients to, you know, align your behavior with your vision. Don't, you know, start acting like what you want to do. So I've got goals of myself. So I can't tell them to, you know, start behaving like this when I'm not doing the same thing. So I decided to make the move just so I feel better about myself and I feel like, I'm showing integrity by changing my behavior to change my goals. Um, so yeah, hopefully with more money in sports in Wellington, then I'll be able to find a few more clients up there. And in no time, we'll be the best mental performance coach in New Zealand. All right, can't wait to see it happen, man. It's <laughs> gonna be awesome. So why Wellington and not Auckland? Well, we're mostly because the Phoenix are there, and one of my goals is to work for a professional football club, because as you can tell up there, I'm a massive football fan, and yeah, so I my original thought was if I make my name in Wellington, then that gives me an easy path into the Phoenix, and they've just actually hired someone to be the mental skills coach, so hopefully I'll make my name up there, then we'll get there. Yo, hard out. Would you rather like work for an organization or have organizations work like have you contracted to work with them? 
Oh, that, that's tough. So I like being my own boss. Like, I'm sure we'll get onto that in the later section about your dreams. But one of my goals is to, because okay, I'm quite lazy, right? I know that myself. That's why I <laughs> always did assignments last minute because I'm lazy. I always procrastinate, right? So one of my life goals is to actually work like 25 hours, but charge people an extraordinary, extraordinary amount of money so that I've got all this free time for me and like people I care about. So like, yeah, so I'd love to just not be employed by anyone and they just contract me as, you know, I come in when I want to come in. Um, yeah, so I want, yeah, I don't know. Is it arrogant that I want to be my own boss? Not at all, man. Not yeah, at all. It'll be yeah. successful. You've got to want to, right? <clears throat> exactly. And I just thought, you know, I like my own time. And I'm going to charge people that much money that you come to see me at my time. <laughs> I mean, that's what we're all trying to chase, right? Is is that, that freedom to work less and yeah, have just as much money as if we filled all that time with work. Yeah, exactly. I think the word freedom is spot on there. It's just the freedom to do whatever you want, whatever you want, I guess. Um, that's something I've yeah, always man. strived in life. Um, whatever I do, I like having that freedom. I'll do it in my own time. Even my flatmate was, was like before, well, when are you going to recycling? I said, I'll do it in my own time. <laughs> and that's how you get flat beef, man. Oh, oh no, she'll be right, mate. I, st- I still went and did it. I did it, I did it. I did it. Don't worry, Mackenzie. I actually did that um, just on my own time. I am, a, I am a bit of a fan of that. Like, I hate, like, if someone's like, yo, can you pick that up? It's like, yeah, I'll get there. Don't yeah. fucking tell me what to do. Exactly. Like, <laughs> if you want me to do something, well, you know, what do I have yeah. to run on your time? Like, hard. Like, if you're like, oh, bro, can you get the dishes done? Yeah, hard. Yeah. When I'm ready. Yeah. Not right then and there. Spot on, mate. Exactly. Okay, I rate that. I rate that. That's deaths a lot of me. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing I want to follow up with that is, um, how do you do your marketing? Like, how do you promote yourself? Um, I think at the moment it's more like word of mouth, because um, obviously if you're working in my field, you've got to believe in yourself, right? So I believe in my work. I know how good I am at my job. So obviously I'll still put up content on Instagram, on Facebook, et cetera, et cetera. But I think the most powerful marketing tool is the word of mouth in my field. So if I work well with my clients right now and they, you can see a difference in their mindset and they do better, then hopefully they get other people to say, oh, look, wait, go see him because he's actually quite good at his job. Um, you know, he'll change your mindset. So, yeah, I think word of mouth is definitely one, but obviously you still got to put a bit of money in and do a bit of your yeah. own marketing. Oh, also, being on a podcast definitely helps, so you should get me on more often. That's what I was just about to say, man. <laughs> do, you, do you have, like, your, your elevator pitch that you want to just shoot off to anyone that might be listening? Oh, elevated pitch. Uh, all right. Oh, that's tough. Well, my elevated pitch is always, I'm here to make you the best version of yourself. Um, so if 
you're a plumber or if you're an electrician coming to see me, I don't want you to be just another electrician. I'm making you the electrician. I'm making you the plumber by switching that mindset, telling yourself that, okay, I'm not just another electrician. I am the electrician. Um, and yeah, so I'm here to make you the best version of yourself. If you want to come on board, come on board. What separates you from everyone else on the market? Uh, a beautiful face for a start off. <laughs> You're not wrong. Oh, stop it, you. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, what separates me? Um, okay, so I think that one thing that separates me with, say, the more experienced guys out there is my ability to give you 110% because I know I'm not the most experienced person out there. I know that many mental skills coaches out there that have got a lot more experience, a lot more hours in the field than me. But what I can promise you is that just because I'm not experienced doesn't mean I won't give it my all. I will give you 110% just to make up for that lack of experience. Nice. I rate that. I rate that because that, that is a thing too. Once you get become so big, then you've got your fingers in too many pies that yeah. you can't quite give 110% to that one person who's just signed up. Yeah, because exactly. you got a bigger contract. Yeah, exactly. And like, I think loyalty is another key word to me. You know, the people that's been there from day one that you know got my back from day one. Then those people are obviously here to stay when I make it. Oh, 100% bro and that, that's um, <clears throat> a big saying is those that you struggle with you strive with yeah yeah absolutely so uh, when we make it big with 99 Dreams podcast when I say we I mean because I'm the future co-host um, <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll, we'll plug each other's merch and all sorts 100% man <laughs> once you get some merch oh, oh, let me know I'll buy one man and I'll start wearing it in, in the um on the show, like this one here, this is my cousin's brand, the Eagle White. Oh, yo. Uh, yo, so I, I just, yeah. So yeah. when's that 99 Dreams merch coming out? Uh, we've got some, something in the works, uh, Feb, Feb. All right. Yeah, Let I can say that now because it's the, it's the New Year's special. So yeah, we got, we got some merch coming out in Feb. Oh, I've actually got a wee um, party hat because you told me it was the New Year's special. Yes, there we go. <laughs> I rate that. I actually don't have one. All I've got is leftover Christmas stuff from the Christmas special. Oh, I forgot so. to put it on it. <laughs> I love that. Keep that on for the rest of the show. For the oh, final, you know, listening on Spotify and that, he, he's just chucked on a little party head. It's, it's real crack up. You should go. Oh, maybe I'll clip this. I'll chuck it in a reel. Oh, God, please don't. Oh, please don't. Oh, God. No, actually... But yeah, when you do get some merch, let me know. I actually took this. There's a quite a fun story. Probably need to cut that out because it's going to be a really bad look. But uh, I actually stole this off someone's head at my work stool last week. Um, they, they, they were in town for like a, a party thing and I was like, oh, that's a really cool hat. Uh, can I have it? Put it on, <laughs> ran away. Oh. <laughs> hey. You you outsmarted them. If they oh. were smart enough, they, and they wanted to keep it, they wouldn't give it to you. 
Oh, and then, oh, as well, I actually stole two pool balls. You're just incriminating yourself here, bro. Yeah, I know. Can, can we cut this out? Because uh, I don't actually, yeah. I don't Maybe. Wanna, we'll see. We'll see how wanna, it looks. I don't want to go to jail. <laughs> what are you going to go to jail for? Two pool balls? Where'd you steal them from? No, don't answer that. That incriminates you. Yeah, you could no. just say you stole them from a party. No one's ever got to know it. You took it from Ash's house, from his pool. Yeah, table. I stole it from Metro. That's all we need to know. That's all we need to know. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll stick with that. So I want to dive into um, your master's a little bit. So what was your master's program that you did at uni? Uh, sport development and management. But my father's... And how was that? What was that, a two-year, one-year? No, nah, just a one-year, yeah. Um, and what was that program like? Would you recommend it? Oh, it depends who you ask, right? So there's six people that did it with me. Um, mm-hmm. It really depends who you ask because some would say it's not worth it, but for the sake of like me and Craig who were very focused on, you know, sports psychology, it was definitely worth it because it gives us a little bit more credential um, and it also makes us, you know, it gives us the accredit- accreditation that people might want to see. So, yeah, so it depends who you ask, because I feel like if you ask some of the sports management people, they'll be like, oh, you don't actually need this. Um, it's not worth all the stress. You know, you go on 360 hours of placement, plus you've got to write yourself, like, a massive report, plus you've got to write another huge, like, mini thesis. And, yeah, so a few of them were like, oh, this is not worth it. But it depends who you ask, I suppose. But... Now, everyone had a blast last year. Like, we weren't in the PE school. We're in the union court. So we're quite, like, segregated from... So when there were, like, post-grad dudes, we always said, oh, the nerds over there doing this science-y things. <laughs> and we're just... Like, hey, man, I was over there too. Oh, sorry. Oh, you're one of the nerds. <laughs> oh, I had to break it to you. Um, yeah, so we... Yeah, we'll, we'll just have our own kind of banter in our wee office um, while you nerds work there, working hard. Especially, like, when there were papers of, like, the, the science people coming in and then, you know, some people are just like, hmm, you, you're not doing science things. And we're like, oh, shut up. Yeah, we get a bit of that over our end, too. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. Oh. <laughs> oh, especially from the lecturers, eh? Yeah, man, we, we get a lot of that over our end as well. But we, we're slowly changing. Well, we're getting yeah. a few um, science people over our side. We've had uh, Tasha Burden finish oh, up her cool. masters with us. Um, Nick Parata, he did a split. Yeah. He did some science and some um, kiorahi. Cool. I don't really understand what they do. There's too many numbers and analytics involved. They got to do uh, what is it? quantitative data we do qualitative how do you do quantitative how many points you get if you do so nah he did like an experiment to do with your like vo2 max and stuff like that i think that's actually pretty cool it's so intense the way they explain it so i'm just like that's awesome but i have no idea what you're talking about oh honestly when they start speaking science i'm like what are you talking about yeah, but like, hey, if you bring it into Tao Māori, then I'm on your, I'm on the same page. Oh, I'm mate. on the same page. It's like 
Fresh. Oh, don't get me started on Fresh Air either. I'll never forget old mate. Old mate, Mr. Anderson. Uh, bro, don't oh, start with that guy. Oh, bro, you don't understand. He. He took. Not one. Not two. Not three. Not four. Five percent of my overall grade for plagiarism. Right? The reason behind it is because I copied his aim. Right? The aim was about six words. And he took five percent of my overall grade for plagiarism. I got a pink slip and everything. Praise prick, eh? I was fuming. I was like, what do you mean I can't copy your aim? Your aim's six words. How am I supposed to change that? That's the most basic fucking aim as well. So I just, you know, copied oh, it. And he just goes, no, he's an you copied my work. You know what I wish was around when we had all those assignments was that fucking new um, AI that just got come out. Like, what is it? Like chat GP or something like that? Oh, yeah, just... I, did. I did see that. And like, it starts rapping to you and everything. Bro, it writes whatever you need. Like, if you need, like, a 7,000-word essay on mitochondria, it'll write it for you. And Mate, it won't be plagiarized because no, it's AI. Yeah, no one's actually going to fail you anymore. But then I suppose, how much, I know. Learning, how much learning are you actually doing by, you know, getting your AI to write everything for you? Like, and I mean, you... most jobs, you don't actually need a degree to work in your job. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's more, yeah, I suppose it is about experience, and that's what I found. Like, like I have a PE degree, but now I work in IT and marketing. I didn't even do a, like a sport <coughs> marketing paper. Oh, did you not? Wait, nah, no, I only did. Um, what I think I only did sport media and oh, the psychology oh, media, from yeah, that. Yeah. What Steve Jackson? Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. That, that those contents. He. Did you know? Fun fact. He's for anyone that might go into the Masters. So if you do, make sure you pick the sports media one because the sports media, sports media content from third year is the exact same with postgrad. Like, he does not even change the lecture slides around. He just put the exact same thing, teaches you the exact same thing. So what I've ended up doing is I found all my notes from the year before all the essays, and I've just changed a few words, added a few words, changed the date to 2021 instead of 2020. <laughs> and handed it, he didn't even notice. Bro, what the fuck? That's a cheat code. I rate that. Oh, mate, I, yeah, that, yeah, that's why I think, like, some of the papers are just not worth your time, because they don't even, like, take, take too much. It's, it's the exact same content from the year before. And we're just going, oh, here you go. Here's my work, plus a few more words. <laughs> Fuck, I love that. That was like um, Ken Hodges' sports psych exams. They just kept getting reused. Yeah. And there was like a, um, a Dropbox getting sent around with all the answers on it. So you could just rope learn that and then yeah. you're good to go. But his lecture slides were a pain as well. Because like, he doesn't record his lectures and he leaves all the gaps in his lecture slides. And I'm He's an like, actual prick about it, eh? Yeah, like, oh, mate, what if I'm sick that day? What if I'm actually sick? And I just or you have to all... spend two lectures catching up because he spent the previous lecture talking about fucking golf or the silver ferns. Oh, yeah. But, hey, don't talk shit about my supervisor. 
No, man, I'll do what I want. This is my show. <laughs> uh, our show now, remember? We, I am the future co-host. If that's what the people want to hear, then that's what the people can get. Oh, people, please have me back. This is my dream. Mum, I made it. Sh- Mum, I did it. you got to make I'm it. I'm on a podcast. <laughs> I don't think she can hear you from Italy. Oh, for sad, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Oh, unnecessary. So, when do you move up to Wellington? Uh, middle of January next year. So my lease finishes on the 16th year. Uh, David and I are going to Jimmy Carr for my birthday. and then, Oh, that'll be crack up. Yeah, and then I'll be driving up, you know, a couple of days after that. And then, yeah. I no idea where I'm living yet, so... Hopefully, by the time this episode comes out, I've got a place sorted. Uh, <laughs> Let's hope. Oh, yeah, but... Yeah. Where are you looking to live? Purirua? Oh, nah. Nah, that's too far away from town. I feel like I want to be in town somewhere. Because Dave actually told me that apparently the traffic can be, like a half an hour drive can turn into an hour. And I'm just yep. saying like, oh, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, man. So are you looking more like uh, Brooklyn area? You're looking at Saddle Valley. Well, if I'm being honest with you, I've never actually been to Wellington, so I'm I'm literally taking the leap of faith, um, and just hoping for the best. Wherever I end up, everything happens for a reason. I'll just wing and make the most out of it. Nice. You should hit up um Jerry. He's he's got contacts over there. He might know someone. Oh, cool. Perfect. Another one of our future yeah. guests. Yeah, wow. He's a he's a difficult one because he wants to do it in person, but he lives in Wellington. Uh-huh. So I'm like, bro, how I'm like I'm not down there. So yeah. But it, it, whenever he jumps on, it's gonna be a good time. Uh, I, I mean I can't wait. Uh, yeah. four of us, me, David, you and Jim. <laughs> oh I cannot wait. <laughs> You really, you really try to sell yourself. Why, why sell yourself? Come on, why should you be a co-host of the Ninety Nine Dreams podcast? The people want it, right? The people haven't that, heard your episode yet. Doesn't matter; they'll want it after this episode. <laughs> Look, you have to get more than fourteen streams. Fourteen is the average, right? I now. will play it myself fifteen times. I will loop it when I'm asleep. <laughs> And then we got to try and get you past 63 YouTube views. Oh, that's easy. <laughs> if you can, yeah, if you can get yourself to the top episode, all right, we'll see what we can do. Cool. Bring we'll you back for a few, few episodes. Oh, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> nah, I think. So, that... listen, Farno, get those numbers up. <laughs> I think podcasts are actually quite fun now. I just need to talk shit. Like, I might get cancelled right now, yeah. but. I don't even know what I've said, you know, about half an hour ago, so I hope you cut out anything that's bad, especially the part where I stole the baubles. Uh Yeah, but you stole them from your child, so it doesn't really count as a felony. I suppose. Uh, yeah, but still... And, you know, like they say, you know, you play to the whistle. If you don't get caught, it's all good. Exactly. Exactly. Nah, to be fair, I'm a bit of a menace, eh? Like... Oh, I don't even know why I do some things. I just, 
I love being a troll. And I think that's my problem. Like, some people just can't take <laughs> me seriously. Like, fair. I, <laughs> the game's too easy for me in town. I just go up to people, like random people, and I've got no idea who they are. I was actually at a 21st. This is actually a funnier story. I was at a 21st. Um, and, you know, I, I had a bit of liquid courage in. I started going around just talking mad shit, right? Um, I've gone up to a random person, no idea who they were. I said, oh, it's a old mate's birthday. Do you want to say happy birthday to him in Chinese? And I, and I said, uh, and they were like, oh, how do I say it? How do I say it? And I said, I, ma, non, say. So straight away they're like, I'm a nonce. And I said, say it quicker, I'm a nonce. So they've just called themselves a nonce. And for the viewers who don't know, a nonce is a UK slang for a pedophile. So I've just gone around the whole entire room and I've just gone, oh, do you know how to say happy birthday in Chinese? I was just, yeah, there's about 13 people that fell for it before someone actually realised, be like, oi, what did you say to me? No, nothing, you said happy birthday in Chinese. <laughs> You're going to get yourself beat up one day, man. Nah, 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 nah. nah. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know why I do things sometimes. <laughs> but, yeah, I think that's something about me, it's just, I like creating content. Like, I like to live life like a movie as as cringy as it sounds. <laughs> right. I just I read it. Just you know, make every day, you know, worth telling a story for. I mean it's enjoyable for someone at least. Oh no. yeah, I don't, I don't know about someone gets a laugh out of it. Yeah, I don't know about the twelve people that got trolled that night, but hey. Ah, that's on them. <laughs> <laughs> I I like your thinking, you know. You know, it's, it's it's the end of the year. I can say whatever I want. Then next year, I just go back on it. Oh, next year I get cancelled. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> so, do you have any New Year's resolutions? Is that what they call them? Resolutions, restitutions? I think it's, it is a New Year's resolution. Oh, nah, it, nah. See, I think New Year's resolution is a whole lot of crap. Like, like yeah. just because it's the New Year doesn't mean you can, you know, you can start making up goals that you're not going to follow through, <laughs> right? I think it comes down to the word, like, accountability as well. Like, everyone's kind of smart goals, and the A stands for accountability, right? You, Everyone can start coming up with a New Year's resolution on the 1st of January, but, like, oh, say, I want to get ripped by the end of next year, right? But, you know, where are they in June, July, where it's freezing cold? Are they still going to the gym? Are they still, you know, eating well? No, like... So I think it's just a whole lot of shit that, you know, it just gives you an excuse to go to the gym for three weeks and then, but yeah, so I always say like, if you have a goal, start acting like it now and don't stop until you get there. Like align your behavior with your vision. I rate that. I rate that. Then let, let's, let's put your, um, <clears throat> your mental skills to the test. How does one go about promoting continuously promoting their business and or their their podcast or their dream and you know just continuously get beat down every week you know i don't have it yet thank god but you know what if um people out there have haters commenting on everything they post or um the content that they put out isn't 
getting the views or the likes that they want or the subs that they need? What, what kind of uh, advice do you have for them? Well, the thing is, right, it, it, I think society nowadays has a huge, like, negative look on the word failure. Like, you think of kids, right? They, you know, they, oh, you're, you're softening the blow by preventing them from going out there and making a fool out of themselves. That, you know, if they make a mistake, oh, it's all good, like, nothing's wrong, blah, 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 blah. But... I want to change that narrative with any of my clients. Like, because let's be honest, everyone's going to fail. Like, you're going to see failure one day. You can't be successful all your life. Even the little things, you're going to fail. People are not going to like you. Some people will like you. But, you know, failure is, is a sure part of life. So why are we trying to prevent it? Why don't we change that narrative and go, okay, failure is not actually a good thing failure is just an opportunity for us to learn and it's not until you switch that switch in your head where you allow failure to be a thing it's until then you're not gonna improve and grow as a person and i think like there's something that a lot of kids nowadays need to learn is that like go do whatever, go fail. Because if I can look back at like my 18 year old self, then I'd go, you know, I've failed a lot of times throughout then. But it's, you're not going to do it again. If you, you know, fail that big, you're not going to do it again. So use it as an opportunity to learn from it and just never do it again. And it's just part of growing. Oh, I'm getting all deep again. What have you done to me? Oh, I love it. I love it. I didn't know you had this side of you. Oh, yeah, I don't normally show it. <laughs> I love it, man. That's great. Showing a bit of vulnerability there. And, and you're really insightful. It's, it's great to hear um, the kind of advice that you're giving people right now. Oh, thank you, man. For free. It. Um, <laughs> if you want more, come see me. I also forgot to ask, at, earlier in the show, I've only just started doing it um, for the past couple of weeks, is... Uh, what has been your rock and your rose, your highs and your lows of the previous week? So your rock bottom and your and your rose, you know, the light of your week. Oh, it's just the last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What day is it today? It's, oh, it's Wednesday. Uh, At the time of recording, yeah. All right, so the low was definitely my hangover last week after the works do. Uh, <laughs> I did not feel well. Um, so Ash would have said that I worked in the inflatable world as well. Uh, I had my work on the Friday. I work the next day. I was so hungover that I just, <laughs> I was just sitting there like on the floor, just can't do it. That was definitely the lowest of low, but, <clears throat> um, high, there's a couple of highs. Um, the high right now is a, like I said, being on this podcast right now, this is the pinnacle of, oh, God. Um, um, yeah, so being on this podcast is definitely a pinnacle of my life. So that's definitely a high. And um, I've actually had a real productive session with a client today where they showed a little bit more vulnerability, like 
just opening up a little bit more and that allows me to like dive deeper into their needs and how to make them you know how to grow their mindset so yeah i think that's my high and low is that is that what's rubbed off on you into this space here you're a bit more vulnerable now than you normally are oh yeah well i originally came in thinking i'll just you know make good content and make people laugh and now i'm just doing my job for free (laughs) (laughs) that's the power of great conversation bro yeah and like i don't know i feel like there's things that people need to hear like you know and i I know i'm a i know i'm a bit of a dick most of the time like i can be a troll (laughs) i you know (laughs) i'll make people laugh because you know it's just about having fun in life but i i i I know how to do my job too yeah we could definitely see that we definitely see the side (laughs) of you that not many people get to see no Um, yeah but also this is a great opportunity like seeing you break well, not break down and cry, but like, you know, break apart what most people see and letting us in to a more vulnerable Jackie helps advertise you as a, as a mental sales coach. Yeah. For the people out there. Yeah, 100%. And I think like, you know, as you grow older as well, you kind of learn that you're allowed to talk about things like that. And it's not like you just fake it till you make it. You can actually <laughs> find people to talk to. Yeah, it does become quite lonesome sometimes, eh? If you fake everything until you yeah. finally made it and then you look around and you're like, oh, shit, this isn't actually who I am. Yeah, exactly. You know, I don't know who it was. I think it was that Ash that you had on that talked about this. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah like, honestly, don't know who you are. Don't care who you are, but if you ever need a talk, you know, you can call me. Hard. Ah. Or you can, like, if, if you wanted to air it out, because sometimes a lot of people have said that just being here and, you know, being able to record it all like this is quite therapeutic. And this is where they have their time and space to sort of just let go of some of the, the things that they've wanted to say for a long time, but maybe haven't had the forum or the, all the um, attention from someone to just let that all go and have that as their outlet. Well, me right now. No, no, like oh, just yeah, yeah. in general. Oh, yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, no, yeah. A, a podcast is good. So, uh, you know, next time I need someone to talk to, I'll make sure to hit you up again for my next episode. 100%. Have you ever thought about doing your own podcast, like um, Mind Over Matter podcast, strictly focusing on some of the issues and um, things you see in, in your workspace? Um, yeah, no, I think that's definitely something I'll look into. Um, people that know me will know that, you know, I talk a lot of shit and that's just who I am. Um, funny story. So I worked at a school as a TA this year, a teacher aide. Um, and I was talking to one of the, the educational psychologists and I went up to them and I was just like, I think I've got ADHD because like, it, it would explain a whole lot from like when I was growing up. Right. So like, I, I never used to be able to sit still. I, I can't concentrate. I always have to be fidgeting or something. 
And um, so I told them like all my symptoms, and then they were like, "Yeah, by the sounds of it, you do have ADHD, but I can recommend a doctor for you to go check it out." <laughs> so, yeah, she actually gave me a doctor's number, but apparently a test for ADHD Jeez. is like four hundred dollars. And I said, "Nah." So uh, I so so my follow up question was like, "Oh, so you you must know a little bit of, about psychology then?" What you know, I I really like my shower like boiling hot, right? And they said, "Oh, are you all right? It, it just sounds like you're a bit lonely because uh, people that <laughs> people that need a boiling hot shower, and word for word they said, uh, people that need a boiling hot shower, uh, most of the time they need a hug." <laughs> and I was just like, I was just sitting there, I'm like. I've never felt more alone in my life. <laughs> they did you dirty. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. And I was just sitting there like, what am I supposed to say here? He's telling get fucked. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Didn't want to lose my job then. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck that, man. That's depressing. <laughs> oh, that lucky I'm like, I'm in the middle. Yeah, it's quite funny, like, looking back at it now, though. Like, just, <laughs> just asking them, like, random questions and next to them telling you how alone you are. You probably have a lot of people right now questioning how hot they have their shower. They're probably like, fuck, I should probably turn it down. <laughs> See, I was real self-conscious. I've actually been real self-conscious about my showers now. I was like, is this too hot? Am I too lonely right now? <laughs> but, yeah, now you know. Bro. Now you know. If you want your now shower know. boiling hot, I think you need a cuddle. Just turn it down a little bit and we'll, <laughs> we'll be good. We'll yeah. be good. Oh, man. This is, time's flying, man. This is great. <laughs> great content. <laughs> yeah, wow. Um, so. I have, yeah, I have go on. You go. You go. You're the host. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> well you're going to ask a question. No, 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 no. You fire away first. Because I haven't thought of my question yet. Okay. Well, you know what time it is. We've reached that time in the show. This is my favorite part, I think. Is I've also learned that when I move away from the mic and keep talking, it's it's real jaded. <laughs> so i got to like stay here and communicate. So we've reached the time in the show where we ask you, what is a dream you'd like to achieve? And we throw it in the dream box. Oh, oh, oh. And oh. Now, speaking you of ready? The, yeah, yeah, bring it out. Bring it out. Bring your box out, Chris. All right. You keep going. You keep going. Let me come down here. Right. So uh, for many of years that might know, uh, Ra has got a Trey Young shoe box. Now, for those who don't know me, <laughs> I absolutely hate that bastard. Right? So, I thought, you know, I'm a future co-host of the show, and I thought, you know, Dave's got the Mulu belt, right? He offered something as a future co-host. I deserve to offer something to it. So, if you give me a sec, I'm going to go get your wee present. I'm looking forward to this. Oh. Right. So, Ra, I've actually got you yeah. a present as a future co-host. I've got myself a wee shoebox, but the better part <laughs> is this part. 
Now, for the viewers that can't read it, if you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcast, the box says, fuck Trey Young. So uh, there's my present for 99 Dreams Podcast. So you can get rid of that box. You better I'll... bring that to Wellington. Uh, you bring that to uh, Wellington and next time I'm in Wellington. I will give it to you. Next time I'm in Wellington, I'm going to come and find you and I'll bring that box on. I, I just love the sentiment that this box is uh, always remember when they doubted you. That, that's a great quote. Oh, yeah, I do like that. Yeah, I do like that. But also, fuck that guy, man. Because you want to succeed. You want to prove people wrong. They're doubting you. Yeah. I want to succeed. I want to prove people wrong. But let's get back to your dream. What what dream do you have that you would like to achieve? How many am I allowed? We'll go three maximum because Dave went off and he rattled a whole bunch and then we ended up cutting a few. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, three's a good number. Um, so the... Most just do one. Oh, no. Nah. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. I've got, I've got a couple. Um, number yeah. one is definitely uh, being the best mental skills coach out there so that I can just work 25 hours a week and live very happily and yeah i think it comes back to the word freedom just have freedom to do whatever i want how do we measure that um so when you when you succeed in achieving that dream how do i measure that so when i put it up on that wall back there well i'll let you know when i think i've achieved that goal right <laughs> i feel All like right. the next one the next one is, uh, this one might be a little bit more achievable, uh, to be the future co-host of the 99 Dreams podcast. I always tell everyone this is where dreams don't go to die, but <laughs> I'm kidding. No, but people will want it. Ninety nine dreams. I also got to say, conscious that sometimes when I write and the guest goes quiet, then I got to keep talking so that um, it's not awkward to edit. Because yeah. when you like play it back and edit it, it's like, bro, that's so awkward. Just say <laughs> something, Valdi. <laughs> yeah, I think they're my two dreams I've got right now. But yeah. you don't have a third? No, nah, I can't think of that from my head. But I'm sure I've got. Is one. there any materialistic thing you'd like to own? You know, like in here, I, I want to own a McLaren. I'm about three hundred and forty-nine thousand dollars and six hundred, yeah, forty-nine thousand six hundred dollars away from owning a McLaren. Almost there. I don't know, but we're, we're almost there. Yeah, the thing about like dreams are, and I feel like I'll go off on tangents because this is like right up my alley. In terms of, you know, proving people wrong and, you know, how they always say smart goals. So, yeah, obviously you've got goals, but you want to keep, you want to be really specific with it. Because if you're just too broad, then, you know, you won't know what you're aiming for. Um, but I think the word realistic, yeah, yeah, ah, uh, um, I think that's the one where people tend to just go, oh, this is a realistic goal, so I should go for it. So what I tell everyone is that, you know, be specific with your goals, but be as unrealistic as you want. 
with your goals because I always say, as, as cringe as it sounds, um, I always ask them, what do you need? I actually did a school um, when I asked a bunch of kids, oh, what do you think you need to achieve you know, your goal? One of them said, oh, I want to make it to black friends, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, okay, well, what do you think you need to achieve your goals? And they said, oh, oh confidence. Because I told them I was a mental skills coach. <laughs> confidence, motivation, hard work, blah, blah, blah. I said, yeah, 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 all of them, very important. Not what I'm looking for. What I'm looking for is 100 trillion cells. And guess what? You're made of 100 trillion cells. So essentially what I'm saying is that you have got everything right now to achieve whatever goals you want to achieve. So now it's down to the word permission. So you got to give yourself permission to achieve whatever you want to achieve in life. That's dope. I rate that. Yeah. There's definitely got to be a, it's probably too long to clip for a reel or a short, but there's definitely something that I'll put up on social media somewhere. So even if they don't listen to the podcast, the full episode, because this is at the hour mark. So, you know, not everyone oh, listens to the full course. episodes. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I have all the data on that. <laughs> but yeah, it's fine, bro. I rate that. Just came on and done a whole motivational speech. Hard. I feel like because it's the New Year episode too, I should probably put in one myself. This is the last episode of the year, so I should probably finish off with one goal. What's your goal uh, for next year? Dream, sorry. My goals, my dreams for next year, man, are actually all based around my social media profiles. Mm -hmm. So I want to, they're real low numbers. They're not like, oh, I want to have 100,000 followers by the end of the year. By the end of the year, man, I just want to have at least 50 subs on YouTube. I want to have 150 subs on Instagram and I want to make at least 50 on TikTok. TikTok's my least performing um, platform at the moment. We've only got like five followers. So we're working on getting some more some more over there, but that's all good. So yeah, we're looking at 50 on um, TikTok, 50 on YouTube and 150 on Instagram by the end of the year. Easy work. Easy hopefully, work. hopefully. No, so yeah, gonna... I just got to keep consistent. You've got to change that narrative, Matt. Like, instead of saying you want to, you're going to say, I'm going, like, I will. Because it's all about that inner dialogue, that little voice in your head. If you say you're going to do something, then I don't know if you believe in law of attraction, but I'm a strong believer in law of attraction. If you can see it and, you know, you truly believe in it, you're gonna, you're gonna get there. Yeah, maybe that's why I made them so low. It's because I do see it kind of, you know, being relatively simple enough to achieve. Now, if you aim high, you Who aim knows? high. Yeah, that's true. Aim that's high. true. At least if it's like this, then we can tick it off. I mean, it, the, as it currently stands today, let's have a look at the numbers. Uh, I know TikTok's like five, but on Instagram, we're at I think ninety four. Um, I know we're close to around that. Let's have a look. 95. Someone mm. else must have followed in the, in the last hour or so. And on YouTube, we have 27 oh. subscribers. I'll make so a we're, we're at the halfway mark for all of them. I'll make a few more counts. <laughs> nah, nah. So it's cool, man. 
And then I think once I get to a thousand, then everything gets monetized. Oh, let's go. What What do yeah, you think is stopping? What do you think is at the moment? It's just exposure, mm-hmm. just more exposure. I'm wait like I'm building up a little bit more content before I start pushing it hard on my own personal social media pages. Yeah. After like I build up a bit more content because I this is what episode seventeen. So I want to get to at least 20 episodes so then people have you know a fair chunk of stuff to get through before I start pushing it hard. Because the last thing you want to do is only have two pieces of content. Everyone's finished that in like two hours. Yeah. You know, nothing to move on to. And then yeah. they're waiting for the next chunk of yeah. um, whatever it is I produce. And so, yeah, it's just being more consistent uh, and a little bit more research. I need to do a little bit more research into what's trending, what's popular, and how to sort of structure some of my reels, vlogs, and podcasts around some of those issues and topics. What's the end goal? Like, Man, the end goal is to have like a, a recognizable brand. So 99 Dreams becomes a recognizable image it's like oh yo yeah 99 dreams yeah i listened to that you're already from 99 dreams so it's, it's like that is what i'm looking for uh, just that brand recognition moldy joe rogan yeah not so much like that it's just <laughs> like further down the line i want to build it into a marketing business um, yeah. i'm starting to learn how to do videography and do some of that kind of stuff mm-hmm. um just try to build it into a business brand that's recognizable we've got clothing coming out next yeah. year the website will release next year um once the clothing's done then we're moving into gaming um a whole bunch of stuff Thanks. so i'm not going to be gaming i'm looking for someone to game using the 99 <laughs> dreams um oh, I banner as such powerful, yeah, yeah yeah broad content yeah so we kind of become a yeah. talent agency for people oh, that's cool that's yeah, cool. We just got that. That that's yeah. That's five years down the line. Build like start building that now, and hopefully by five years have at least two avenues that we're working yeah, on. Yeah, absolutely. And if it doesn't survive in the next three years, then we just take it around the back of the barn and put it down. No, 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 no. See that that is the limiting belief I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Before, oh no, it's not limiting. It's just if if like. For example, if the clothing doesn't really take off, then the marketing around it hasn't been done properly. Yeah. So we put that idea down for a bit, work on something else in the back, like in the behind the scenes, and then re-release something else further down the line. Because I think a lot of it's all going to come down to brand recognition and um, identity. Mm, absolutely, yeah. And so... The first two years, I'm just looking to build it up slowly, build up the brand, and have some fun. That's the main thing, is have some fun with it. I don't give a fuck if, you know, by the end of next year, I've only got 170 followers on Instagram, or even if I don't even reach the 150, if I've only got 130 or whatever. Who cares? I'm having fun. Yeah, exactly. If you're not having fun... Getting to know this side of you, bro, has been so much fun. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> um, learning more about other people. That's what I love about this podcast and this opportunity is having people come on, share their experience with me and some of what they're good at because I can only live one lifetime. I can't live your lifetime. Yeah. I can't live a thousand lifetimes. I've only got my one, but I can learn so much from having people living their lives 
and explaining and talking to me on the show. That's wholesome. That's wholesome. <laughs> I thought I was being motivational. That's what it's about. I thought I was being motivational today, but it turns out I'm not the only one. What are you going to name this episode? <laughs> Bro, that's, that's going to be a hard one to name. Oh. No, I'm just going to call it the New Year's wrap-up. No, <laughs> that's a cop-out. That's <laughs> a cop-out. <laughs> Can't do that. Oh, actually, <laughs> nah. uh, that, might, that actually might get a few people watching because you know they'll be like oh it's the last one yeah last one it is all about titles too if you name it right and it peaks enough interest you'll get people streaming and listening well what have you got to say for your viewers in the next year then what into next year yeah for next year well what do you what do you have to say to your viewers or your listeners (laughs) i'm taking over now all i want to say all I want to say is thank you all so much for listening throughout this short period that we started in end of October. No matter if you were a day one listener, a day two listener, or this is your first episode, I'm just so thankful to have your support, uh, your encouragement. Like everyone, like yourself, Jackie, everyone that's come on the show has been super encouraging, uh, super supportive. And I always say this, is, this show doesn't exist without you guys' support. Whether you're liking a post, viewing a post, sharing a post, subscribing, doesn't matter. You're all part of the 99 Dreams, 99 Dreams Fano, and I'm super appreciative and so glad to have you all here. Carp, That's hi. it. Honestly, well said. That's well it, said. <laughs> now, to be fair, like, it is good that you've provided a platform for everyone to, like, come on and express everything they're doing and, like, get them an opportunity to you know, show off what they're good at. And, like, I feel like, I don't know who you said that to, but it's real weird, like, seeing it, seeing what everyone's doing from the PE degree. Like, you've got... Yeah. You've got different people doing different things, like... And everyone just came from that, you know, same group. And I, I looked at it before, and I'm like, oh, everyone's doing, like, random things. And... It is a huge variety of things that everyone yeah like you say has gotten themselves into it it's it's so much fun and realistically who's actually using a PE degree (laughs) fuck i don't actually know i don't actually know yeah neither do i not many i don't think no one yet oh maybe maybe sam baxter oh yeah i suppose ash as well because he yeah yeah and then a a few guests that i've got lined up next year so give us a sneak peek on who you've got lined up then man we've got we've got jack nelson lined up for the next year he's also working something similar to his degree he's working for sport otago oh (laughs) (laughs) we've got um nicole spriggs coming up oh good one Um, he's a phd student working around concussions and stuff like that so I'm looking forward to that one. Um, I've got my mate, Jordan Tedu. She's locked in. Uh, she's a social media superstar. Uh, we're just trying to jack up the time. Good uh, who else do we've got? We've got, oh, yeah, a local from Waitara, a business owner, Mata Bidwa. He is a barber, and he runs his own shop out of Waitara. So he's born and, born and raised here in Waitara in our local Taranaki community. And yeah, he's he's a business owner. He's super intelligent and really looking forward to catching up. He actually cut my hair. Um, 
in the process of getting that vlog out. It's probably it'll probably be out by the time this drops, but I'm working on editing that at the moment. Wait, hold on, uh, hold on. So he was cutting your hair while you were just talking. Nah, nah, because they were playing uh, music in the background. I don't want to get copyright, so. Oh, yeah. um, but we'll talk about it on that episode. But there's <laughs> yeah, there's things that I was talking with him that there's spaces that he can create as well. Uh, who else do I have lined up? I've got um, TJ. I can't say her last name. It's spelt weird. Yeah, it's not really spelt weird. Sorry, Teach. Um, <laughs> she's from Maye. Uh Who else do we have lined up? There's a few more. AJ. Um, he's Jack's old flatmate. He's amazing. He's crack up. He's full of chat. So he 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 is going to be good to talk to. Actually, I'm looking forward to that as well. Um, Will Doer Doer, I just reached oh, out to the other day. Good He's going to jump on. Um, I need you guys to convince Spencer. Oh, don't worry. We're, we're, look, you just make David and I a co-host and he'll have to jump on. <laughs> For that one episode. Yeah. And then I've got, um, hopefully Ben and Serena eventually will jump on. Yeah. Uh, I might have to take the equipment down to Ōtaki to make that happen, <laughs> but hopefully we get them on and maybe some others from Te Koronga. Uh, but that's that's about as much as um, I can talk about people coming on. Wow, There's a few others that I've got kind of in the... I've got to hit them back up in the new year and then they'll confirm whether or not they can make it. But there are a few um, people that I've got in the mix that are going to be a bit fun. It's going to it's going to be interesting, and they're a little bit like a celebrity kind of thing. So oh, that'll well, be fun. Honestly, listeners, if you're not excited, or viewers, if you're not <laughs> excited by all of that, I don't know what will excite you. All right, last a bit of questioning for me as to you know practicing right. for my future role. What advice <laughs> would you give your future or your your current viewers right now for the new year? What advice would you give them? Have fun. Just have fun. Who gives a fuck what anyone thinks? Just have some fun. Life's too short. Tomorrow's not promised. So while you can, enjoy what you got. Oh, I like that. I like that. That's it. No, I do like that a yeah. lot. Because, yeah, I'm going to jump on that too and say that, you know, having fun is the main thing. Because if you're not having fun, what are you doing anyways? And yeah. I feel like there's a huge thing about stress in our society now, like how, yeah. you know, everyone is stressed about life, where bloody inflation's happening right now. And <laughs> I think, like, one thing I've really learnt this year is that stress is not necessarily a good or a bad thing. It's how we perceive stress that makes it a good or a bad thing. So if I can leave one advice with the viewers is that stress is just your body's reaction to a stressor. So it depends how you look at it. If you just take a deep breath and think, oh, say you're driving, everyone gets road rage, right? And if you, you know, you can think about it like that. If you're driving your car and you start getting angry over every little thing then your day isn't going to be very good but in reality it's just like you know you're getting stressed over you know old bob over there that can't drive but 
if we proceed that as like, okay, it's not actually that big of a deal, I'm still here, then it's not actually that stressful. So it's about how we perceive things that makes stress a good or a bad thing. And I'm a strong believer in the word, in the, the three words, pressure makes diamonds. And I think that's why I always left my uh, assignments to the very last day. Uh, just because I need that pressure. I think it, like, that's got something to do with ADHD as well. That, yeah. like, I, I, I thrive on the pressure. <laughs> I'm a bit of that, bro. You got to grind like that to shine like this. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I don't know. I think I'm just, A, lazy, and <laughs> B, I've got ADHD. And well, it worked out pretty well, to be fair. But unless you're a client, then I'll give you 100% straight away. <laughs> 100% all day, every day. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm conscious of the time, man. Um, we'll definitely have to get you back on the show again at another at another stage so we can continue I'm telling uh, you this now. greatness. This, is, this has been a great episode. I think this is a perfect way to wrap the year up. This is, this is a great way to wrap the year up. And I want to thank you so much, Jackie, for hey, jumping on the show, man. Thank this you has for been having great. me. Like, like nah, it's, it's been it's been a pleasure. I'm going to say it again, right? First of all, <laughs> fuck Trey Young. I'll give you your box when I move up. <laughs> Secondly, I've said it, but this is the pinnacle of my career. <laughs> so, the, the, give the people what they want. <laughs> if the people it. want it, man, we'll make it happen. We'll get a few it. episodes in. <laughs> Yeah, wow. But is there anything else you want to say before we wrap up? Uh, mind over matter, mental performance consulting. Hit him up. He already is really good. This be tagged down below anyway, so you've got no excuse. Exactly. Won't you, I'll give you a discount if you put uh, 99 Dreams as your coupon code. <laughs> there you go. For a there session. You go. It's a great, great reason great reason to sign up with the bro uh, again say it loud and proud for the people where can they find you uh, mind over matter nz on instagram or facebook um and there will be contact details or mind over matter dot mpc at gmail.com there you go Farno. there you go well bro like I said, it's been a pleasure having you on the show, man. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. Um, hope everyone that's listening right now have a beautiful New Year's Eve. Uh, make sure you have a blue power for the morning. Hundred <laughs> percent. Got to got to stay got to stay vigilant and ready. Exactly. For Let's have a bit of fun in twenty twenty three, eh? Roll on twenty twenty three. So. Moriore Tefano, happy holidays and happy new year. Take care this holidays. Drive safe. Get to your destination safely and we'll see you in the new year. Take care, Fano. Moriora. Mm -hmm.